Today, we're going over the background investigation, your background investigation interview specifically, and what's the four main components they're looking for. Let's discuss. Before we get started, listen, those gifts are in the description for you. Use them. They're free. Both of them are from me to you. One is the Getting Started Workshop. It's going to walk you through each phase of the hiring process, give you the behind the scenes look, and there's some hidden bonuses in there for you as well. Additionally, if you have something specific you want to discuss, maybe about your background process or any part about your hiring process, go ahead, reach out to me for a free coaching call. I'd be glad to sit down, do whatever I can with you to help you get through your process. Now, the background interview, the background investigation, the background investigation interview. I don't care how you describe it, what you call it. There's four main components. We're going to break down these four main components so you know what you're looking for and you know what you will and will not have to disclose, but more, moreover, what, what they're going to be looking for. There's four main components they look for in a background. That's criminal. There's substance use. The next one is work history. And then the last thing is your credit history. Those are your four main components. In some aspect or another, a lot of things overlap. People say, well, there's references. References usually overlap with personal and criminal as well as workplace references. So, so don't get too caught up on it. But those are your four things. Criminal, substance use, workplace history, credit history. Now, let's unpack criminal real quick. Criminal, here's what they're going to look for. First and foremost, any criminal activity that you've ever had, any contact with law enforcement, this could be speeding tickets, traffic infractions, anything like that. They may break it up and not ask you to put it all under one specific area when you're filling out your PHS, your personal history statement, but they are wanting to know all your criminal history. So the caveat to this is a lot of times they'll say, hey, have you ever been convicted, charged, any of this? And they'll give you a list of th things to, to go through. Don't think that that list is where they're wrapping it up. They're going to have a catch-all question in there is, please list any activity had you been caught would have resulted in criminal activity or would have resulted in criminal fines or anything. They have a catch-all question that, that they're most likely going to ask you to cover it everything that was not covered in the PHS. So don't think that you can just squeak by and get away with it. There's a catch-all there. And if you lie on this PHS... It's going to hurt you later on because when you do your poly, you're going to have to fill out another form. And if those two things don't line up, it's going to be a mission after the fact. You're going to get disqualified. And then if you lie on your, your poly form and then it goes into your poly and it shows that you're lying on there, you're going to be DQ'd immediately for lying on an official form as well. So keep that in mind. So criminal history, anything, any contact with law enforcement ever. This could be even as a child, you know, where law enforcement ever called to your home. Even if you, even if it wasn't for you, they're going to ask about this. Anything where your name will appear on a police report, you're probably going to have to disclose. A couple of times you'll see really in-depth departments say, hey, please list any time you were even a witness or or you provided law enforcement with identification. So keep that in mind. It's it's going to be pretty in-depth, right? All right, moving on. Substance use. They're going to ask you a whole slew of substances. We've been doing this a long time. Right, we've been hiring police officers a very long time. They cover every aspect of your substance use. Here's the big thing to understand with substance use: the last time you've used it, and how many times you've used it in the course of your life. Those are the two big things that they're wanting to know. All right, just because you used a substance doesn't mean you're disqualified. 
Some departments have zero tolerance for heavier narcotics. Other departments look at each individual as a case-by-case basis. So to mitigate that hurdle of substance use, if you've ever used a substance, then you want it to have you want it to be less times used and then a longer time away. Now, don't think that you can just put your answer, oh yeah, I've only ever used this one time and it was at this point in time, you know, 10 years ago. Because once again, it's going to be asked on your polyform, right? And then they're, you know, they're going to also ask references and things like that, you know, about about this stuff. And if something doesn't line up, they're not going to give you the benefit of the doubt. They're just going to move on and say you lied. All right. So make sure you're being honest, but articulate it properly. Here's a little trick. If you're trying to articulate how many times you've used something, let's take marijuana, for instance. And let's say, hey, I've only experimented with marijuana. You're going to say, but you're saying, oh, I, I can't recall. It was somewhere between, you know, five and 10 times. You're going to put, hey, I've used marijuana approximately 10 times or, right, approximately 10 times or less than 10 times, right? Always, always articulate it that way because it it sounds better and psychologically it have a better impact on someone reviewing your documentation. So keep that in mind. All right. So that's substances. Substance use doesn't just stop at a legal substance. The next question they're going to ask you is, is have you ever illegally used a legal substance? And what does that mean? That can mean prescription medication if it wasn't prescribed to you. If it was prescribed to you and you used it outside its prescribed manner, which meant you were supposed to no longer use it and you kept taking it. Or this could mean something that is legal, such as if you've heard of this term whippets, where people huff uh, whip, whipped cream cans. Or, or any other substance that could be that is legal to own, but then when consumed is an illegal consumption of that of that of that substance. So the question usually is has, have you ever used an illegal substance or illegally used a legal substance? That's another caveat and they're going to catch you with that. So be mindful that it's coming. Learn how to articulate the facts to paint yourself in the best possible light here. Be honest, always be honest. But don't sit here and be avert where you're admitting to things that you've never done, right? See this all too often with candidates these days is, is in an attempt to be honest, you're just you're just admitting to things that you've never actually done. So keep that in mind. So that's substance use. Next is work history, right? They're going to ask you, have you ever been terminated or ever been reprimanded at a place of employment? <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. First of all, termination is this is going to be a lot like substance is time and distance is is the best thing that, that happens for you. If you're terminated from your last place of employment. That's a big hurdle. If you're terminated from McDonald's, right, when you were 18 years old or 17 years old, and that was 10 years ago, not as big a hurdle. You're still going to have to articulate what happened and what occurred as long as it's not a major issue. Right. But just say, oh, you know, I um I, I didn't follow policy or I was still in my probationary period and they said I wasn't a good fit. That's perfectly fine. The caveat, though, is the closer it gets to where you currently are, the taller that hurdle is going to become. All right. So time and distance, just like anything like that. Reprimands. They're going to ask, you know, a lot of departments ask if if your if your prior jobs provided evals to you. And a lot of jobs do these days. They're going to want to see copies of those evals. Additionally, they're going to ask, have you ever been reprimanded at work? This is another question they're going to ask you on the poly, right? These big four are all on the poly. So they're going to sit here and try to try to make sure that you're being 100% honest here. And if you lie, they don't have time for you. So 
Have you ever been reprimanded? This could be a verbal or written reprimand. Usually they cover both, right? So if there's anything that you think of that pops in your head where you say, hey, um, you know, at this one point in time, I did have a supervisor talk to me because I wasn't properly doing this. You know, if you're still there, ask them, hey, was, was this a reprimand? And then, or if you can't ask them, just assume and then place it down, articulate it properly. Yes, at one time when I was working at McDonald's, a um, a supervisor had had told me, hey, you need some retraining on the fry machine or, or something like that. And and I had to go back through fry training due to a mistake I made where I didn't cook the French fries all the way. That's fine, right? It's not even it's not even going to phase you. But if you fail to disclose it, it comes up in the poly. It's going to be a bigger issue than it needs to be, right? So have you ever been terminated or reprimanded at a place of employment, right? That's going to be a big thing. The other thing is when it comes to your work history is going to be how long you've been employed, right? If you don't have any employment and if you're currently unemployed, if you've been an unemployed for a while without an excuse, that looks really bad. We want to see that you can maintain employment. Usually, anytime I see someone who's been employed at their most recent employment for over a year, I feel a little bit better. Over three years, I feel great about this candidate, right? I feel really good about this candidate. The other issue is if you've only been employed for a few months, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't really help you that much. But at the as aspect before that is if you've been employed Prior to that employment for, say, you know, three years, then that helps you a little bit better. It each has its own. It's each individually looked at. So keep that in mind. I'm not saying just because you're currently at an employment for three, four, or even eight months that it's going to hurt you. They'll look at everything, but there's a lot to that. Now, let's go over to credit history. What they're going to ask you is, <clears throat> excuse me, what they're going to ask you is, has anything ever been repossessed or sent to collections? Something's been repossessed. That means you didn't meet the requirements for that for that contract you signed. And then same with collections. They want to make sure that nothing is currently in collections right now. Okay. So nothing being currently in collections right now. If it is currently in collections, you have to have some type of system set up that you're taking care of it. If you're not doing anything right now to take care of that issue, right? then you're frying your security clearance. There's plenty of other videos where I discuss this. But right now, if you have something in collection, I don't care if you're paying paying back a medical bill to the hospital or paying it to a collection agency. As long as I can show that you are honoring the debts, I don't have to worry about that hurting your security clearance. So keep that in mind, right? Now, if it went to collection, that means that you, you failed to do something to honor whatever debt was sent to you and it was, you know, it was moved on that hurts and it hurts your credit score, which also hurts you a little bit. And it's also a hurdle, but it's articulable. And you say, Hey, yeah, this one did go to collections. It was from a medical bill that I didn't know I had. Then a collection agency contacted me. I contacted the hospital. I said, Hey, I'll pay this. They said, Oh no, we've already sent it to collections. So then I'm just facilitating it through the collections agency. That happens all the time. That's very practical and and it, it's believable is really what it comes down to. I can move forward with that and it's not going to burn your security clearance and and your background investigation. But if you're not if you have a bunch of things in collections right now and you're not doing anything on them, it they're going to tell you, hey, you need to start taking care of these before we can even consider you as an applicant. So 
keep that in mind. It doesn't, you don't have to be paying them all off, right? You just have to be making some, some minor payments. Something's in place to square away those debts. So those are your big four, right? Your criminal history, your substance use, your work history, and your credit history. At any point in time, if you need to know more about these, right? Take those free gifts we have for you. The Getting Started Workshop, right? It's going to walk you through every phase, including the background phase, cover a little bit more about it so you can see some more there. And then additionally, if you need to talk about any of your background with me or any other part of your hiring process, sign up for a free coaching call. I'd be glad to help you. As always, stay safe and I'll see you next time.